Hello and welcome to the Masters of Mediocrity podcast. The brothers are back, Max Kessling and Fraser Kessling. Fraser, how are you? Doing well. I feel like I always get the urge to clear my throat like right before. <laughs> Do you get that as well? No. <laughs> no. You're talking to a very phlegmy person. <laughs> I, I was like, uh, before I did the intro as normal, I was getting a little scared that I wasn't gonna be able to do it. It's been so long. I was like, I'm not sure if I can actually say the intro anymore. Then I was like, Nope, we've done like 300 episodes or whatever. We're chilling. I think Muscle I got memory <laughs> came right back, came roaring back. Yeah. It's just like you never left. It was perfect. Yeah. Well, uh, we thought, you know, it's been a long time. Let's get back to doing these once in a while at a minimum. And, uh, you know, you thought we were even mediocre before. Well, these ones coming up are going to be even more mediocre. We're going to do even less planning and more filibustering. Mm-hmm. So um, I hope you guys enjoy that format because that's how they're going to be going forward. <laughs> There's going to be very little thought, very little. Uh, uh, I would say we're not going to focus on sports, I would say, as much. We'll probably have sports topics we want to talk about because they're interesting to us. Um, but we're not going to like make sure we hit on anything at this point. We're just going to go. All right. Sounds good. All right. Uh, so, uh, we were listening to, uh, you know, Iggy's podcast that he had for our fantasy league and that kind of trailed off, uh, sadly, you know, cause it was it like was most good- podcasts, strong like most- start and then kind of peters off. <laughs> yeah, it was great. I was really digging them. Uh, but it's hard to keep going. I, I respect that, but. Your fantasy team, unlike fantasy podcasting, has stayed strong the whole year. Frage is in the finals of our league this week. Aren't you excited? Battle for the ages, me and Rick, good versus evil. Um, <laughs> you know the, you know the troll versus the troll slayer. I don't know. Uh, it should be. Uh, no, I don't know. I'm excited to just be. I was happy to make the the playoffs. Um, my team's fine. I think I don't know. I it's so like my team's good. You know, we'll see. We'll see how it ends up. But um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like the same thing with that. It's just like I paid attention a lot in the beginning of the year, and then just as the year goes on, you just stopped. Yeah, you just make less and less waiver claims. You kind of stop. I you know, it's a lot, especially with COVID this year, and everyone's in and out, and you're getting late scratches. I mean, there's a lot to keep up on. So. I've been less and less engaged with football this year than ever. My fantasy team was bad. The Raiders are like a shit show. Um, And like the NFL is kind of a shit show. Like it's hard for me to pay attention to the NFL when there's like the NBA is so good right now. And I know they've had COVID though. They've had COVID stuff, but it's still been interesting because they're bringing up all these guys that have not been, you know, Greg Monroe got minutes in a game the other week. Joe Johnson played for the Celtics. Like, random storylines are happening that are more intriguing to me yeah did you watch those games though hell no okay so was it that much more intriguing you know, I, you know I, i'm at least engaging in that content more if that makes sense yeah I, the nfl season has felt very long and with all the covid stuff going on right now there's a lot of teams that are just completely different because of it and i guess because of we've had the NFL season for so much longer. I've been less uh, apt to like keep paying attention, I guess. Yeah. I, yeah, exactly. I mean, you're comparing what the second or second month of the NBA season, right. you know, versus three months of the NFL, you know, coming up on, I don't even know how long 
it's been it's been a while but mm-hmm. yeah i think it's just the nba is fresher um mm-hmm. and your fantasy team was terrible like you were yeah. you're scraping the barrel um you're it's yeah you you barely you you almost had the charlie you were you were making a strong contention to get the charlie and uh i think we should rename it we are renaming it it's being renamed the charlie it has to be do we leave the the normal name on it and then put the charlie on the back of it or something aka aka i don't know i'm down to hear some uh suggestions yeah um all right let's talk about so the I chuck guess, so what so the chuck i like the chuck i was trying to think of a way to add the original name to that name but it might be difficult yeah the harambe <laughs> the harambe special yeah. Um, but so Charlie's <laughs> going to leave in the league next year. He tells plaque. us. He said this is his last year. He's won the last place trophy, I think, four or five times, and I think he's done. This year, he lost. He came in last place by four total points. Four. That's so, so like, and Jack had to win the last two weeks for him to not get it. That's so frustrating. That's pretty tough. It's a tough look. It's a um, tough look. But like it was a whole... weird year, yeah. I would say, for our fantasy team. I felt like there was either really good or really bad. Very rarely are there like so many five and how, what I don't even know. It was what the five record. and nine, I think, or something like that. Five like, and nine. There was four teams four with them. that same record. Yeah. That doesn't happen really. No. Not that I can really remember. And yeah. then I feel like a lot of times things will be crunched up at the top and it'll be kind of close to almost, you know, 50%. Like your winning percentage might be 50s, you know, 60 to 70%. Very rarely do you get like 10 and four teams. Um, And so it was was just a weird year at the bottom. Yeah. Yeah, It was a weird year at the bottom of our league for some reason. Yeah. Yeah. No one ran away with the last place trophy. Um, But that being over, you're in the finals. You're projected 10 less points. Do you think according projections are... Yeah, according to ESPN. Do you think projections are any good whatsoever? Yeah. I don't know if they're the most helpful, but <laughs> it gives you a rough idea. You take uh, rankings or projections first? Well, okay. So projections are based on someone's rankings is what you're seeing so when you see someone's when you see projections what that is it's someone's putting in numbers into a model and they're getting what they assume the person's outcome is going to be and uh, that is how people rank players so it really just depends on do you who do you trust with rating so I, I don't really know. Like it's fair. I, I like I, that. It's good analysis of that. Not mediocre analysis, like pretty darn good analysis. Yeah. So uh Mike Clay, I think, is the person that does the the projections. Um okay. or did used to do the projections for ESPN. I have no idea. But yeah. So uh I don't usually trust the ESPN productions. You know, it is an expert's projection, so they're they're probably not terrible, but I typically will go off separate list of uh of of rankings yeah fair enough um all right you've your team's been i think just super solid all year you made a trade um to get gronkowski on your team um 
I guess speak to that. Why do you think that has really, has that propelled you or do you think that was just you, you, a byproduct that, you know, you tried and. I finally made a trade. Thank God. Uh, Now, I mean, I feel like we usually make a trade, but I've been trying to make a trade forever. And then Zach graciously was also looking to make a trade. And um, yeah, I I traded CD lamb for Deontay Johnson and Gronk. And it's been a huge benefit to my team. Um, I had a hole in, in the tight end position, um, and Gronk was able to, at the time Gronk was, was still injured or was coming off an injury. Um, but yeah, it definitely helped my team a lot just because I had no tight end. I, it, Pat Fryermuth was my tight end before Gronk came along. So, um, yeah, you always you're always afraid to make trades too. It's like you think that you're the people you have are more valuable than they really are, and it's just you know? the worst way of looking at things. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to make a trade like that, um, and just kind of getting stuck. But it's been a good trade, and I hope to make more trades next year. I always make trades; they don't always work out. But sometimes you make a trade this year for next year. Sometimes that's how you got to do it. Yeah. And I think this trade really helped me out this year. Like, I don't think I would be where I'm at without, I don't, Gronk didn't have a very good week this week, but he really helped me get into the playoffs. Yeah. And I would say uh, to this point, I would just wanted to make a point that the more you trade with someone, the more likely they're willing to trade with you again. But if you get stuck a lot in the proposal process, like proposing trades, proposing trades, proposing trades and keep rejecting them, people are more likely to reject your next proposal. Because that's what they're used to. So Max makes a lot of trades. So listen to Max. And it, they don't always work, but sometimes they work. Nope. Use, uh, use some sort of trade chart too. I think that's helpful, at least for yeah. me. Just because you don't really know what is fair or roughly fair. So if you can find some sort of like trade value chart that can give you some rough estimates of you know, where you think these players are, you know, it's yeah. not the end all be all. And if it's, you know, some points off, it doesn't really matter all that much, but just to kind of help you get a sense of, you know, what would be a fair offer or, you know, what are some counter offers that I could, that I can offer up. And I would say also depending on your league too, cause like we added an extra flex spot this year. And I think that definitely changed the dynamic of what players need to be on your team. Um, depth was a little bit more valuable because you would run into scenarios where you're like, your last bench spot would just be like, or last starter would just be complete. Who knows? Like, because you just run a play, run out of players and every team has more players on their team. Um, just adding one more person to the mix definitely makes it more complex. Um, yeah. IR spot and an extra flex. I really like that. I, I like yeah. the idea of having more players in the pool. Um, mm-hmm. It does more variance does increase variance, but I think that's a fun wrinkle. Yeah. I liked it. Okay, so who do you think? So you, you, who's been your stud this year? Would you say it was Debo? Yeah, would it have to be Debo? It's got to be Debo. Um, on it, I didn't really have one player who I don't have Cooper Cup. Um, Cooper Cup has just been. I don't really have a player like that that is like kind of sets me up. Mark Andrews, you know, um, Gronk's good, but, mm-hmm. um. I don't even know who the running back really would be this year. And I think that's one of the 
Rage, we lost you. Did your internet go? Um, I don't know what happened. Uh, we're just gonna. Oh, we're gonna add him back. Looks like he got kicked off or somehow. How come there's two Fraser Kessel rings in here? I don't know, but I can hear you, but I can't see you. All right, you're back. I'll just kick this other one. Yeah. <laughs> I'll remove the other. Oh, no, you're gone. Wait, you're back. So weird. Anyways. Okay. Um, no, I've not really. Debo would be my one player who kind of. But for the most part, I just, you know, Aaron Jones has been good, solid. Um, Joe Mixon's been hot and cold, uh, but has been solid. Um, James, I, I just got a lot of like kind of random dudes. Mm -hmm. um, Michael Pittman um a lot of running backs i i had a pretty running back heavy team um serace is projected 155 this week yeah his team is probably the best team yeah um, i think it is i just got lucky last week and and my team went off you know dallas d 24 points or 20 oh. points so so many I, people had them too they yeah were I, had huge. A, I had a i had a few like that that really propelled me um but yeah i don't know i'm looking at my team now just trying to think about yeah debo deontay johnson he, he's been really good but you know he's the seventh ranked wide receiver um what's debo debo's the fourth rank so i don't have a number one guy Aaron yeah, Jones, a lot of top number tenors. nine a lot of top um, tenors yeah a lot of top 10 What's Gronk? Gronk is 13th. But, and you, you just know, get lucky with game. injuries and health, too, because like that's just what it comes down to at a certain point with this, especially this year and the past couple of years in fantasy football has been like whose guys have been the healthiest. So depth has been more valuable than ever. Yeah, I mean, I really just have a random ass team. Um, I don't even think I think my team is good, but it, it's more just kind of consistent. You just got to get there, dude. You just got to get there. Just got to get there. Get, yeah. Get, get me to the dance, baby. Just get me to the dance. Yep. So we'll go, $33 on, uh, on Allen Robinson didn't help my team out very much this year, but oh, oh. still made it to the finals. Oh, that's so bad. You can overcome a lot though. You know, yeah, you, dude. you get lucky with a couple of pickups or, and uh, stay I had the same problem wire. with what's his face, uh, Darren, uh, Darren Waller. He just, it was so useless this year. It was so good last year. Oh, well, hey, that's how fantasy goes. That's how the cookie crumbles. Um, all right, let's just shift over to, to the NBA. Good luck, Frazier, this week. Um, Thank should you. It should be fun. I like the finality to it. Um, basketball, we haven't really talked to you guys about the Warriors. Uh, we're excited. We're watching as many games as possible. Frazier laughs at me because if I miss a game, I'll go back and rewatch it in the condensed version. And uh, he thinks I'm a psychopath for watching games that have already happened. Um, but I enjoy it, and I get to see how things are actually happening. Uh, they've been great, and the biggest news story is probably that Curry you know, broke the three-point record. And I'll probably always remember where I was when that happened, and it was I, I really appreciated it. And in where Madison were you? Square Garden, I was at Nicole's parents' house. Uh, we I like had to pause it and rewind it a few times so I could rewatch it a few times. Um, it was pretty cool. I was very excited. Nice. I was watching 
on my phone while putting dishes away. <laughs> it is funny though, MSG. That's where my my Curry fandom started. Really, I mean, I With liked him in Davidson. Game. Yep, fifty four points in the Garden. Um, it was twenty twelve. Um, and that was the that was the year that I really got into the NBA and got into the Warriors because before then I hadn't really watched the NBA um, mm-hmm. or cared about it all that you know I'd I'd watch it here and there but I wasn't really a I wouldn't watch regular season but um, watching him going crazy in the Garden uh, and now seeing him again breaking the record in the Garden was was pretty cool and they won the game yeah um, that's key which is a cool part because it was like a 20 minute intermission where they just kind of like fanboyed out. And then, uh, and they had to go play a game. Then they had to go back and play basketball. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, that Korean game, the mass square garden one was super awesome. Um, back in the day. Uh, it's crazy that that was almost like nine years ago too. Yeah. Like that's insane. Um, was yeah, it was definitely it was nine years ago. It's gonna be coming up on ten years. He also now has first person with three thousand three point three pointers made, which is so silly. And I think it's nice as they're having the argument now that we've already he's just the greatest shooter ever, so we should stop talking about that. And we need to start talking about is he a top five player ever in the NBA? Hmm. Like that, like that are that's the argument that's gonna be coming up next. Like he battled with LeBron in LeBron's like late prime and won a few championships off of him. Like one where he was the number one star, one where he was the number two behind Durant, I guess, as far as like late game stuff. But like their offense still ran through Curry. Like it was still Curry that almost did just as much regardless of the, what points he did or did not score. Um, so I think there's going to be that argument that needs to be talked about is like is he top 10 is he top five let's talk about all time stuff and let's stop discussing him just being a shooter because he's significantly more than just a shooter in my opinion yeah and it's funny my boss actually brought this up he said that he thinks that people will talk about curry the way that they talked about jordan you know and not lebron you know not so much lebron because the way that curry has affected the game like Mm. you know you you know go into any gym where you see little kids shooting and everyone's gonna be taking threes like you know you've heard that a thousand times on yeah you know radio and podcast and tv and it, it it's true um he really changed the way that the game is played and and i think something that's criminally underrated in his game is you know his movement and and how his gravity and the way he plays off the ball. It's, it's way different than a lot of the other stars that we've seen. And maybe that will help him in his case to be that top five player, but I don't know. I think his longevity might take, like he might be able to stay around for a while because he's, he's playing like a role player as a star. He just shoots more. Does that make sense? Like he can move without the ball. He can set screens. I mean, I was listening to a podcast. They're talking about, uh, Let's hear. I'm sick of hearing Russell Westbrook be, or, or people saying that Russell Westbrook just needs to start setting screens. He's not going to set screens. He's not going to start changing the way he plays the game anymore. He is who he is. So stop, stop trying to uh, change what kind of player he is. Curry is already doing the things that they want star players that are transitioning out of stardom to do. He already does them. 
he's not gonna have a hard time at all no no he i mean he's that's we we were talking about this years ago um about Curry being able to be effective long into his career because, yep. you know, worst case scenario, he's a spot up shooter. Um, you know, think I mean, about JJ Ray Reddick. Allen. Yeah. JJ Reddick, Ray Allen. Like r- people forget a lot of times, like how Ray Allen used to play, but you know, yeah. JJ Reddick. Exactly. Just have him running around screen shooting. I, so who knows, but um, where do you rank Curry right now? Or have you thought about like this, this conversation at all? No, uh, uh, he's still behind LeBron. Yeah, let's look up. Let's look at Bill Simmons <laughs> top fifty NBA. Wow, this might be old. Pro Sports Daily. We gotta update this, Bill. Wait, did someone put it on Basel Reference? Bill Simmons. Hall of Fame pyramid from 2010. 2010, pretty late, but or pretty, you know, that's yeah. a, that's a while ago. But yeah, okay. so I don't. So I think okay. So if you have, all right, he's behind Michael Jordan. He's behind Kareem, probably. He's yep. behind LeBron. LeBron. I'm looking at the list here. Then it might be him. So would you put Dur- so that's the one thing that I kind of have a hard time with is like do you ha- yeah because Durant like do you put Durant ahead of him yeah I mean you could make an argument that Curry was the best player on that team but you could also make an argument that it Durant wasn't. was the best player on that team um, yeah from from a you know defensive scoring standpoint I think the way Curry affected affects his team he almost affects his team more like it, it, you know a team with just Curry on it opposed to a team with just Durant. But I think when you put Durant into that Warriors system where there is that ball movement and he can just score wherever, I mean, yeah. that kind of almost de facto puts Curry at two. And, and that's as much as I am like a Curry lover. I just, it's hard with Durant's defensive versatility and scoring at the end of the game. Yeah. Like, I don't know how, and you know, that's career versus season someone's career might be better than someone's averse a peak, but mm-hmm. I, that's the only thing I have a hard time with. I'd say Jordan is kind of a peak guy though. Whereas Kareem is more of a longevity longevity guy. Yeah. yeah. So and LeBron is like bold. LeBron is both. That's why I think LeBron's like number two, probably who's number one, Jordan still. Yeah. Cause his peak was that much more dominant he was putting up 50 point games like when he felt like it i mean it was just like he's he averaged like 40 points a game for a season like it was just dumb shit like that like while making all nba defensive teams you know what i mean so that's that's where i'm gonna take jordan and then i'd go lebron and then kareem kareem then then it's like magic bird steph katie and then Giannis is going to start working his way in there too. That's the conversation I think needs to start being thought about too, is if, because Giannis might be the best player in the league right now, right? Yeah. Uh, if he keeps putting up MVP and winning more championships, it's not like, let's stop talking about Luca or, you know, in, in this, like people are talking about Luca being the next person. It's not, it's, it's going to be him or it's going to be Giannis for the next five years. 
yeah. or more. You know, he's insanely dominant. Do you see? I think they had a, a was it Bucks game maybe Christmas Day or oh I don't remember what day it was on a few days ago. But he basically made another block at the rim, and it was just like okay, well no one can do that. I mean, he shifted his entire yeah, body. Yeah, it was against older. the Celtics, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was like, yep. what? Yeah, Tatum Tatum was driving right. He and stopped Giannis, that. Giannis had to come help yeah. because he was on yeah. Williams in the dunker spot. Yes. Came out yes. and helped Tatum. Tatum alley-ooped it or passed it to Williams, and Giannis blocked that. Yeah, that was, uh, that was like a one-man freak show. Freak show. He's insane. But he's got two MVPs already. He's got a chance. Finals MVP and a finals win. So that's, I think that's one thing that hurts Curry. Yes. No finals MVPs. That's yeah. going to be the one thing. And he should have gotten the Iguodala one. He should have won the Iguodala one. And there is an argument that he could have won the second Durant one. Um, I think an argument could be made mm-hmm. about that. And if Clay didn't get hurt on that dunk at where he tore his ACL. Yes. There's a really good Yo. chance the Warriors come back and win that series. Raptor fans don't. I don't want to hear it. But... Not want to hear it. Raptors fans want no part of that conversation. Listen, no, they listen. We were deserve back. it. Yeah, they deserve it. They deserve it 100. But you know, the Warriors were looking pretty good, and, and they were going to be going back home. Um, but hey, but hey, Raptors fans, you know, hey, yeah, it's fan. out there. Injuries you know. happen. Yeah. If if we have Durant, if we have Clay, if we have one of them, just saying. Yeah, you know. That's in the back of your mind. Um, but yeah, so yeah, that's the one thing that hurts him a yeah. lot is is no finals MVP. I think he's got to win. So do you think Curry wins another title in his career? Yes, but I don't know if he's the star when he wins it. I feel like so he'll it doesn't win sound one. like this year is going to be. I think so. I honestly think the Warriors year is next year. Hmm. Because I've done full the play another year, full play, another and another year of Kaminga. Kaminga, because Kaminga's playing minutes, like legitimately fifteen to twenty. He was he was the number one defender on Chris Paul the other day in the fourth quarter. What what are you talking about? That's insane. Sorry, I'm yelling, but um, that's crazy. Your first year rookie is straight up at a, a six foot nine is straight up guarding. The point, the point god at the end of a fourth quarter, and they win the game. Like that's that's the game they won, right? I think so. Yeah, yeah you gotta be kidding me. So I think next year's their year, actually. Like if they win this year, that's awesome. Like, I, but I think next year is the year that like they not they should, but they are even more favorites next year than they would be this year. Cause they have the almost so I looked it up on spot track, hashtag spot track. Nice love spot track. I love spot track, but there's uh Clay, Draymond, Curry, Wiseman, Kaminga, Mooney, um, and like wait and Wiggins and Poole all under contract for next year. That's most of their players that they need. Yeah. I guarantee they pick up uh they get Kavan back for dirt cheap. They get back minimum. Damien, yeah, for minimum, dude. He, old the the ground bound of rebound. He doesn't get yeah, off the ground. That's funny. That's true. You he like that literally one? is. Yeah, the ground 
mound of rebound. No, yeah. ground, ground, bound. ground bound of rebound. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. He really is. He, he likes stone. He has stone feet. It's insane. It it's... really is. Um, you know, Juan T he's, you know, who's going to like pay Juan T a big con. You know what I mean? Like, or ta baby damian lee like we're getting one or two of those guys family discount yeah we're getting a family discount you 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 know that curry's like hey dude i can just give you 10 mil next year like as a family thing like yeah i don't know if there's rules around that but like an endorsement yeah that's his brother-in-law he can literally just be like hey dude stick around i'll just give you money i print it I literally print money. He's been making $60 million in the last year of his contract, Curry. Dude, I can't even <laughs> fathom what you would do with that much money. I wouldn't even use it. I would literally just put it all away. I, I would just be like, and oh, what? Yeah. I, I, you would have to. I would hope that I it, would like charitable donations or something. I don't know. Yeah, but you could use 10 mil for charitable donations. Yeah, you'd I have, guess you, you'd yeah. have no taxes because of all the donations you just made. And then, uh, <laughs> dude, you'd stock a bunch away and then you buy whatever you want with the rest. I mean, it's, you'd have like 20 million left. Wow. It's good for him. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I think I can figure out what to do with 20 mil. I'll, I don't know. I'll so much out. money. <laughs> it's just the extra zeros. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, what was I? Uh... I was thinking of an NBA story that's like going on right now that was like kind of interesting i can't remember Kyrie coming back nah i don't uh, care about Kyrie ever I'm lebron out. lakers lakers yes dude they're so bad they're bad they're terrible they're like oh i remember my other story I'll, I'll get back to it later but we'll talk about the lakers now they're terrible that team is so washed that's the that's the old old people folks home they should do the LeBron James uh RIP cookies for his team because they're so old. But it might hit, it might hit too close to home because they're that old. That yeah, team is boy. bad. Pour they some pick- dirt on them. Oh yeah, yeah. There's no chance they win this year. No way. No. Zero no chance. way. They just got bad juju also. Bad juju. Why is it that LeBron's teams recently i feel like after a couple of years like they just get real maybe because they're all just built to win now and then once like that you know it's a short window Mm -hmm. um so do you think lebron stays with the lakers no what team do you think he goes to i wherever no idea yeah, it doesn't matter. You think this is his last year in LA? You probably know the contract situation. I don't. I think he's done. I think he is doing one plus ones right now. Let me get my clicky keyboard on the case. Bill's, Bill's already talking about going back to Cleveland. Going back to Cleveland. I could very easily see that. That seems <laughs> I like would love to see it. Shit. I know. I've, that uh... would make me so happy. So he's on, he has one more year left after this. Oh, okay. For 2022, 2023. I think it's unrestricted after that at 38 years old. Bronny. I don't think Bron- with Bron- I don't I don't I don't know if Bronny makes it in the league. No, he I think he might make it, but like just name alone. But like it'll be after his junior or senior. Like he's not gonna yeah. come in like freshman year, you know. 
Fre- you know what do you mean fresh like he won't right be like a, a one and done like he won't oh, be like a okay. one and done in like take, gotcha. league. like yeah, i yeah, don't yeah, think yeah, he's yeah. gonna make it that quick i feel you he's a pretty high ranked recruit um yeah he is good he's, and who knows he's kind of small yeah he's only six two he can jump though he can jump though i mean he's 17 mm-hmm. already had i think he had a meniscus tear or something already he's gotta be playing other sports is that how you don't get meniscus tears? It helps wear down different parts of your body. So there's less strain on, I don't know, you know. Yeah, no, it makes like sense. People people talk about that overtraining yeah. one thing. You you start wearing down. And when you play other sports during others, I, I have no idea yeah. what he's doing. I'm not following Bronny. So he's but... a top 50 recruit in his uh, class, basically. That's good. Yeah. Let's let's. So he's top 10 in, as a combo guard and top 10 in California. So, I mean, he's on track. I mean, he's getting scouted by Duke, Kansas, Kentucky, mm-hmm. and North Carolina. So, yeah, I was listening to something, too. This is, like, totally off topic. It's kind of off topic um, about that. We think of people kind of as, like, you know, uh, just, like, naturally kind of get it, you know. But there's, like, multiple different types of people with skill like there's people that pick things up quickly and then don't really progress and then there's people who will progress slowly over time and you know there's different combinations of those people so who knows what type of person like brawny is i don't i haven't mm. been tracking his development but i just thought it was interesting that there really is like different types of people and how they get better at stuff i guess yeah. that makes sense people are different <laughs> well put yeah <laughs> Um, what I want to talk about is the Grizzlies. I, I was talking to my uh, texting buddy, uh, Wayne. I, I, have, I have a texting buddy. You guys will probably yeah. hear a lot of him more on the podcast because um, he probably will just have to come on the podcast because Wayne's got some hot takes. Wayne has some really, really hot takes, like like spicy hot takes with, with a very like high frequency. Yeah. Um, <laughs> high volume shooter. Yeah. High volume. And his efficiency is not terrible. Um, but he didn't realize that Memphis was a top four seed in the West. Memphis is legit. Uh, that's where I want it. Like, that's the argument I want to put out there is like Memphis is a legit ass team right now. And they need to be taken very seriously during or um, Morant scored 40 points in the Lakers. I think it was last night. Yep. They're serious. Don't sleep on them. They, they got a shot at making the third round of the playoffs. Absolutely. They got a good team. They got one of my favorite players on that team. Who's your favorite? Steven Who's Adams. Adams? <laughs> Huge Steven Adams, Stan. He's really fun. I think he's good. I think he he's a good, good player. Yeah, he put up, puts up like 15 rebound games like pretty often. If you don't have a big guy to deal with him, he's a big guy. Yeah, <laughs> he's a problem. He's a problem. He destroys the Warriors every time they play. Every year. Every year. It's so annoying. Brutal. But I love Ja. Ja. Jaw is spectacular. I saw him maybe play the worst game I've ever seen <laughs> when he played the Celtics his rookie year. I don't think he scored a single point. I think but he, he didn't care. He probably points. just went for it. He had zero points. He's um, got no chill for sure. No chill. But yeah, that, that's a good team. It's a fun team. I think that's one that plays well together also. Mm-hmm. Um, 
it's young. Yeah, I don't know too much about their roster, but I, I do like the Grizzlies and I love Ja. I, I wish nothing but the best for Ja. I definitely believe in Ja. Like he definitely isn't a great shooter, but when the shots go and it's great, and he can get to the cup at this point in his career whenever he wants. Like that shot he had to win in the Phoenix game the other day was super elite. Like that take was strong. Everyone knew he was taking it. He took it anyways, came back to his right hand, which is kind of different, and then finished with, with power. I mean, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, he's just got unreal balance. Like, yeah. And just, yeah, f- finishing ability. His hair helps, I think. Absolutely. The hair is very powerful. It's so cool. It is the coolest hair ever. I think he, I think Jaw is so cool. Max is going to go from British hairstyle to dreadlocks <laughs> next time yeah, we see I got, him. I got this, like, front hair, like, feathered look going on. Nah, dude, you look good. It looks layered, looks textured. It does look textured. Maybe I just rock this, like, the full straight. Yeah, you might have to. It looks good. Yeah, dude, for sure. This is what I would look like with short hair. Me? No, this is what I would look like. <laughs> oh, me, currently. You? Oh, yeah, because Fraser got your hair back in a bun. That's what oh, I, I tell s- Katie every time she gets annoyed. <laughs> I think I think it looks fine. Doesn't it look like I have short hair, though? A little, yeah, it does. If you didn't know. But then, yeah. like, the lettuce. I saw Luke Luach, old build. He set a screen on me today. Oh, I tried to get through yeah. a door and he set a screen on me and I trip. That's funny. No, he didn't. Uh, I saw him today. Poked he his goes, knee out. Yeah, he poked his knee out. <laughs> so effective. Um, and he's a that's a big fella. But big uh, dude. he was like, Fraser got that. Fraser got the hair now. <laughs> Great dude. Yeah, good dude. Good dude. Good Shout dude. Out. He got a still got a mean beer. That's a Steelers thing yeah. right there. He's dude. looking like Brent Kiesel. Dude, he's got the thickest beard. It's oh, so I dense. know it's insane. It's crazy. I wish I had that density on my face. Fake it till you make it. <laughs> uh, we were at the Mad Hatter restaurant in Rochester mm-hmm. uh, off of Park. That place is good. You're about there. Yeah, yeah, went there for my birthday one year. Nice. They got a lot of vegan stuff too. Yeah, right across from like Parkley or like Kitty Corner mm-hmm. to Parkley. Yep, it's a good place. Uh, Fraser, anything else you want to talk about before we wrap it up? No, man. Just everyone wish me luck uh, in, in the fantasy playoffs. Um, I, I'm hoping to win for all things good. Um, yeah, we're rooting for you over Rick, 100%. Don't worry. All things positivity. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so good. No, love Rick. Um, but I do not want to lose to him. So <laughs> no. I'm probably going to lose. We'll see. If the Bills lose, I think we're, we're got a shot. So as long as Josh Allen doesn't put up like a 50 burger on me, I got a decent chance. Yeah. But all right. All right. Everyone out there in podcast land. Thanks for listening to this podcast this week. Um, hope you guys didn't miss us too much. Hopefully we'll come back again soon. Uh, until then, next time, have a good night. Peace. Peace.